Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Erin. That's Shar. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us every Monday morning on BFF.FM from 6 to 6.30. Um, this is a very special Bitch Talk with uh, our friends Rafael Cazal, David Diggs, new friend of the show, Carol Fife from Ace and um, Steve King from Oakland Community Land Trust. This is a special Q&A that um, happened after a benefit screening of Blind Spotting, which is the film that Rafael Cazal and David Diggs uh, wrote and starred in, and it came out in 2018. And Rafa, to set this up, uh, just posted this a few weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, Char, something right. like that. Yeah. And um, I was Not looking very at long. it. It was quickly. It happened quick. And then it was very quick. Next thing I know, we're, yeah, we're there. We're there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I actually hit up Rafa on Instagram and I was like, hey, uh, can I interview your mom for this? Because he was like, my mom was really into the Moms for Housing movement. Um, and for her birthday, I just wanted to do a benefit for it. And it turned into this whole thing at the Roxy in San Francisco. And um, it turned into a really special event. So instead of me interviewing his mom, I hosted the Q&A afterwards. <laughs> not nervous at all. No, not at all. Not at all. But it was great. And I am so thankful for um, him pitching that to me. And um, so you're going to hear the Q&A after the blind spotting um, benefit screening at the Roxy and then we'll talk on the other half of this to uh, give more of a backstory on this incredible event so listen in so uh, this is our Q&A time my name's Aaron I'm with the bitch talk podcast we're located here in San Francisco uh, we're going to do a little Q&A here with our friends uh, Rafael Cazal, Davi Diggs. I have Carol Fife here, the director of uh, the Oakland office of the Alliance of Californians for Community Empowerment. We also have the executive director of Oakland Community Land Trust here, Steve King. Thank you. First off, first off, I want to see a show of hands. Was this your first time seeing blind spotting, anyone? Nice. Thank you. Thank you. This was the best way to see it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to start off with uh, Rafa and David. Um, Blind Spotty came out in 2018 and talks about gentrification, race relations, police brutality, and violence, and Oakland. What kinds of conversations have you both uh, have, have had with audiences after they've seen the film? <laughs> um, it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, I think the first, the, the first sort of wave of people we talked to were people from here. And, and that, that was like the biggest moment for us of like, yeah, we did it. Because, every, because people said they saw themselves in it. And that was really important to us, I think, as uh, just as 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 feeling um, like we, meaning the Bay Area, has been underrepresented in film in in a way that that makes palpable sense to us. I think it was a big goal of ours to try and make something that 
that people from here would recognize could look on the screen and say, that's me. That's what, that's the life I lead. That's that, that is my community. That's an accurate representation of my community. And that has happened a lot. I think the big thing that shifted, um, which we were talking about earlier, is when we were doing press for the movie, we would get the question of like, well, now, now what do you think is going to happen with gentrification? And <laughs> like, <laughs> fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, you know, while it was all sort of wrapped in a joke, I think we were particularly cynical about it. We were, we were kind of like, well, I think by the time you notice the symptom, like, it's happening. And it, and it feels impossible to push, to push back on. And I think one of the big reasons we wanted to do this, other than um, my mother being, like, so gung-ho about it, and us <laughs> wanting to... I mean, <laughs> um, where's my mom? <laughs> She still hurt. across the street eating. Oh, no, there, oh no, there she is. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> That's my mom, too. It's, this is like She's a... She's 70. <laughs> Her name is Tony. Here it comes. Tony. Ah. <laughs> you guys are beautiful. Thank you. Our mom's, um, our mom's birthdays are one day apart, <laughs> it turns out. Isn't that great? Oh. Oh. <laughs> we didn't prep you, we're sorry. Um, but this, this thing that happened, you know, having this lap of talking about, talking about the Bay Area sort of while traveling other places, we were sort of not particularly optimistic about it. Um, and I think how this, one of the things that came to be about, about this was I, my mother was sending me articles about what was happening here with Moms for Housing, because um, I was down in LA working, and that led me to a clip of you um, <laughs> talking about actual sustainable ways to push back and having solutions to a thing that to me felt very futile um, and something that was just happening to us. And I think what, what, has shifting, uh, what is shifting or has shifted now is we now have something tangible and recent that was a radical pushback um, in a way that we can learn a lot from. And I think the big thing that I didn't know then that I'm starting to understand now are some of those solutions. Like I didn't know shit about land trusts. I didn't know, um, I didn't know that we could have that much force against such a, such a seemingly undefeatable power. And so I'm just excited about this moment. Um, and, uh, and, and excited to see what we can learn about, learn from it so that we can do this again and again and again towards some kind of social justice for ourselves in this, in this place that keeps changing underneath our feet. So you already answered my second question, so thank you. I'm gonna skip to Carol now. <laughs> Carol, can you talk about what, what ACE is and how it has supported the Moms for Housing movement in Oakland? Sure. Um, first of all, this is outstanding. This is amazing. So I appreciate the opportunity for, and to mom, first of all, for just being out there with us, like so frequently. That, that means people are listening, people are watching, and people are paying attention. So I appreciate y'all. Um, yeah. um, but ACE is a statewide organization. I'm the director of two of the cities, Oakland and San Francisco. And we're an, a nonprofit organization that really just focuses on um, social, racial, and economic justice. And we do that in a membership-based way 
where like I have four organizers in my office and we every single day we go out four hours a day into communities so we're closest to the folks who are experiencing the, the most harm and say how do you want to change your community? Um, what are ways that um, you see that are not actually working for your neighbors, for, for people who um, look like you, for people you know just that you care about? And um, two, of, two of my staff uh, are moms. Two, two of them, one specifically, Dominique Walker, a lot of y'all have seen a lot of her. Um, she recently moved back, born and raised in the east, um, East Oakland, and she moved back from Mississippi uh, er, mid-year mid last year. And she is the organizer for my black housing union. And we created a black housing union in Oakland because we were noticing, just like they said in, um, in, in John's clip earlier, that 70% of the folks who live on the streets in Oakland are black folks, but we're between 22 and 25% of the population. And so why is that? Why are we so like overrepresented? And so my organizer, Dominique Walker, for the Black Housing Union, was coming in to tell me she went to social services to try to tell folks about what their, what their um, options were around, you know you have legal assistance, do you know you have back rent assistance, you know you could have all access to all these things. And she showed me on her sign-in sheet that people, for people who she talked to, that everybody listed that they were homeless. So they were like, if you would have been, if we, you would have talked to me two years ago or five years ago, maybe I could take advantage of the services you're talking about, but it's too late for me now. But while she was trying to explain it to me, she's showing me this list and the paper is shaking. And I was like, Dom, you sick? Like, what's, what's up, you okay? She was like, I was evicted. And so I'm living in a hotel with my babies. And just even walking into the hotel, I'm getting propositioned by pimps. Or I'm walking past all these different situations that are not safe and I don't know what to do. And so I'm just like, that's heavy on me because she can't organize. She can't do the work I hired her to do. But then I'm just like, okay, so let's figure it out. That has happened, that happened to me over the course of six months with five different women. Two are my staff and one attempted suicide so she could have some place to live. So after the suicide attempt by this uh, sister that I know, Miss Gwen, I was like, y'all, we gotta, nah. We gotta do something. Moms for Housing. I wanted to get Steve in on this conversation. Um, Steve, can you talk about what it is to be a, a resident-led preservation? Sure, so the Oakland Community Land Trust, we're a 10-year-old organization based in Oakland and we grew out of a partnership. Um, ACE was a, essentially a co-founding organization of the Land Trust, and what this was 10 years ago in the middle of the foreclosure crisis in Oakland. There were 13,000 families uh, displaced as a result of foreclosure in Oakland. Um, so a bunch of residents came together to actually form a new organization, realizing that the existing housing market, existing policies were not serving uh, residents of East and West Oakland um, in any meaningful way, and in fact, obviously doing harm. Um, so the land trust was created as, as a vehicle to gain community control over land and housing and other critical community-serving real estate in Oakland so that residents can actually own and control their housing and that the land stays permanently in community forever. Um, 
And so ACE and Oak CLT have been working together in lockstep, uh, particularly over the past four or five years to really present an alternative where residents don't need to be displaced. We can, we can intervene and acquire that housing and own it collectively and stabilize our communities um, and we have a solution. We, we just need to actually invest in, in the solutions that work. And um, Carol, I know you mentioned you do some of this work in San Francisco, but I wanted to ask you and Steve, what are other organizations that are doing this work in San Francisco since we're at the Roxy right now? Well, where'd Leah go? Leah, Simon Weisberg. Leah's the amazing attorney that's um, helped us with a legal strategy throughout this process and one of the, the lawyers that's on staff with ACE to help us think about visionary creative ways. And she works for an organization, Eviction Defense Collaborative. There's a lot of, a lot of organizations over here, but I think we, we, what we need is a broad-based solution that nobody's really, um, really advocating for or pushing for because you, this is supposed to be one of the most progressive cities in the country, right? And, and homelessness and income inequality is at its worst here. Well, how many black folks still live in, in Sacramento? Well, they say, what, 2%, 3%? It, it's, it's out of control. So what we're advocating, what, what me and Leah are working on specifically, is a statewide initiative. Um, we just recently got the numbers, so I'm not, I haven't memorized them. But it's a statewide amendment to the California Constitution that would touch every single city in California. And you all are seeing it on the walls here. They're on some of your chairs. We are working to make housing a human right in the state of California. So, is this, is this on? so that way, all of the organizations in, in San Francisco and Oakland and the Bay that are really fighting for housing justice, we won't have to fight every single little issue as they come up. We don't we won't have to fight, uh, and I don't want to say it out loud because it'll make the realtors scared. I'm just saying, <laughs> say it out we loud. won't have to fight every single issue that comes up with tenants and, and folks that are fighting to stay here if we actually make it a right. We base this legislation on the fact that water and access to clean water is now a right, but it had to be legislated that way. That means we got to have the right people in office because this is also a blue state. That means the folks that are supposed to be on the right side the good side, the side of the people, are consistently voting in ways that do not serve the people that are most hurting right now. So we can say we're as progressive as we, as we wanna say, but the proof is in the pudding. It's in the tree, the, you know a tree by the fruit it bears? You heard Destiny saying that she wanted to be the big tree, because the tree that it, it, it's bearing, it's bearing like not good fruit. <laughs> I would say that it's strange fruit. And we are all too familiar about the strange fruit of this country. And we gotta change that. I have a couple more questions and then we can go to the audience. But um, you kind of just touched on it, Carol, but this is, if you all are following all of the news, uh, 2020 is a little bit of a uh, political uh, year. Um, <laughs> Didn't know if you were following. But are there, to Steve and Carol, are there specific legislations that we should all be looking for on the ballot in March and also in November, statewide, barrio-wide? Can you um, shed some light on that? Leah, what's the name of, we just got the, we just got the letters for the housing as a right. Um, what was that, this week? 
But I think it's important because everything that we've tried to push through the legislature over the last few years um, has either been watered down or just com or died in committee in the assembly. And so for folks who don't want to put their bodies on the lines like moms, everybody has a role, so it's okay if you're not going to get out there and do direct action or civil disobedience. That's cool, although we would like more people doing that too. But um, I think it's important to call your legislators and be like, y'all are trash. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so over this like party purity, like you have to be the perfect Democrat and you have to be signed up for years and donate to, I don't care. I don't care what you call yourself. I care about the people who are actually like legislating. Legislate like you don't care about getting elected again, but fight for the people, right? Uh, and I'm tr I try not to say that like Oakland looks like a third world country because third world countries shouldn't look like third world countries, right? But the fact that we have people living outdoors, I've talked to, w to folks who have said they've seen babies die in these encampments. We are not taking this seriously enough. One of my members lost her partner who was asphyxiated because he was trying to heat himself all night in a homeless encampment living in his, his car. This, people are dying like daily. And somehow we justify it like, well, they must have made bad choices. And this, this movie highlighted it like, the, all they saw was that um, the character was like a criminal, like he committed a crime, therefore like whatever happens, happens. We gotta have more compassion and humanity, we're losing it. Just by stepping over people every day, we're losing our humanity. And we ha this is like, um, the planet and housing to me are two of the biggest issues to fight for right now. Because if we don't have access to clean air and clean water and a place to stay, like just to be safe, then what the, f oh, there's kids in here. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's, but it's called Bitch Talk Podcast. You oh, can okay. say whatever you want. <laughs> the, what are we doing? What are we doing? Y'all, everybody in here, we can make a difference. Like, people want to give me a microphone because they saw me at Moms for Housing and I pulled everybody together, but it was like a network of people who cared. Turha is here today. Lee is here today. Emily Rose. Like, it's not just about me, and I appreciate being able to be a spokesperson, but, like, we need a mass movement in this country. <laughs> We need a new deal. I got So I, th thank you for helping me, but like I, sometimes I, I border on like, should I be the one talking about this? I mean, I'm not homeless anymore, right? I experienced that, like not being able to find affordable housing for a time and I just actually, it dawned on me, my partner told me like, this is one of the hotels we stayed in um, when we were trying to find a place to stay in the midst of this housing crisis. And I remember just having to trick my kids into thinking we were on summer vacation. Um, Y'all don't, if you haven't been in the shoes of uh, like folks who are struggling to try to, to not only just survive, but also make a difference in this planet, like, oh my God, it's just so much to share. So, man, we, we got hella solutions. <laughs> we got hella solutions. It's not impossible to fix this. One of the things that the moms highlighted was that there are four vacant units for every one unsheltered person that's living on the streets of our city. So if we wanted to end homelessness today, we could do it. But what are we willing to contribute, right? The, mo the moms, they were getting death threats about um, staying and taking this space. And I wanna clear up for everybody, we are not coming 
for your individual summer home. We're not coming to take your grandma's house who just is having it fumigated and she's out of it for two months. This is not about taking individuals' property. What's happening is the very wealthy are flipping houses and pricing them way above what most the average working person can afford and they're buying up the bulk of single family homes in this country right now. These LLCs, these shell companies that open up a bunch of different names under one umbrella, they own over 35% of the single family homes in this country. And this Wedgwood, who's being a bitch right now, this is bitch talk radio. Yeah, this is bitch talk. Keep it going, Carol, keep it going. Greg Geyser, who is also like on the advisory board of this place, this like Prager University, this white right wing um, like trash university, um, is, uh, hold on, my earring's trying to get away. Um, he's not wanting to negotiate in good faith. Everybody said this was a victory because Wedgwood agreed to sell the home back. But the, the space we're in right now is they want to add to the cost of the house. They want to charge the land trust a little bit more, well, tens of thousands of dollars more than what they actually paid for it. They're still looking to make a profit. And what the moms are saying from this movement, the, the, the purpose was to say we need to take speculation out of the housing market. We need to end commodification of housing. That is the biggest issue, and I'm talking too much. So I'm just gonna say, it's hella solutions. Everybody needs to be a part of it. Talk to me if you don't know what to do. I know there's a lot of lack of hope and a lot of people don't know what to do, but I'm gonna stop talking because I've been talking too much. <laughs> no. I, I appreciate it. Steve? Steve, did you have anything to add? I'm always happy to let Carol uh, speak. Um, I mean, it just highlights, I mean, the moms really did highlight the, this issue of speculation. And we've been, since we've been negotiating with Wedgwood um, around mom's house, looking at, at values in West Oakland. And one of the comparables in, in an appraisal that we had done was uh, a house that was bought um, in April of last year uh, for $450,000, it sold three months later for almost $800,000. Um, there's no way that investor put $400,000 into the house. They're taking advantage of what's become, you know, the new Oakland. Um, and Bernie Sanders is calling that, that's socialism for rich people, right? I mean, they're taking advantage of the value that our society is, is um, creating and just extracting that from Oakland. Um, so the land trust is a, is a vehicle where we take the land out of the market. It's never going to circulate again. Um, so I'll just leave it there. We have the solutions and we, folks just need to, we need the political will, um, for folks to step up and, and demand it. Five minutes. So we have a very few minutes for questions from the audience. So I'm going to choose very selectively. Because you're going to be on a podcast, so you want this question to be. Hi, um, what can we expect from you two? I see that both of you have some upcoming projects. Can we be expecting like a blind spotting too? Yeah, uh, I think the most we can say about the next thing that we're doing is we're in early development on the blind spotting series at Stars. Um, so that's in development now. 
Um, so we've been working on that for a while to sort of expand the world of Oakland stories that we can tell in episodic television. Um, and then we have some movie stuff, and <laughs> we're just not allowed to talk about this shit. <laughs> There's so many NDAs. <laughs> um, but we have, we have a bunch of stuff that we're working on. I mean, Dix and I have been making art together with very, very little notice for, <laughs> for like 15 years. <laughs> and so this film has allowed us to do a lot more. Um, but I think that the, the thread through all of our work is, is trying to find relevant stories that feel like they're urgent and, and of the times. And we have always felt that the Bay Area is the place in which our creativity stems from. Um, and so I think um, every project's got a little bit of Bay sprinkled on that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, what he said. Right. <laughs> What's it called? Rob is in a movie coming out. It's called Bad Education. And... Uh, I encourage you to see that, particularly after seeing this, because it's going to break your whole brain Oh, open. we also did, uh, me and Diggs are both in this Showtime show called Good Lord Bird oh, that's yeah. about um, John Brown and the raid on Harper's Ferry. That, um, we don't work together Diggs at all. Diggs is playing Frederick Douglass. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dope. Um, <laughs> and all of his gloriousness. <laughs> uh, that's happening. Yeah. It's other stuff. Oh, there's things. You follow, can see that follow, on the media. Follow us so on Twitter. Not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody should pull out their cell phone. Put in 202-224-3121. That is the capital switchboard. They will connect you with your elected official. You should just have it in your cell phone. And say that one more say time. That one more time. Say that one more time. Slowly and loud for the people in the back. 202-224-3121. You just tell them your zip code and they will connect you with your elected official. Amazing. It's technically a comment, but yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my my actual question was uh, the if you have the assembly bill number who's the sponsor? Say that again. I'm sorry. If you have the assembly bill number, who is the sponsor? Assembly member Rob Bonta. Oh, okay. Um, Sam, you have a mic. Do you want to take us out? Everybody, I just want to get a big round of applause yeah. for Samantha who who produced this whole event for us. Also, um, big shout out to Ziggy for coming, for David for, for, for coming through so we could do this event together. Yeah, I have all my Congress people's numbers in my phone at my state, local, and federal. Call them, they work for you. Thank yeah. you, Sam. Thank you to the Roxy. Thank you to everyone involved in making this event a success, all of our volunteers. Thank you guys so much for being here and buying tickets. We really, really appreciate Thank it. We you, love y'all, man. Good night. Please continue the conversation. Talk to everybody here. Make sure you're activating your community right here. And just a little bit of good news on the way out. We raised uh, over $10,000 for, uh, for Ace. So give it up, y'all. That was Rafael Cazal, David Diggs. We had Steve King from the Oakland Community Land Trust and new friend of the show, Carol Fife, for the Alliance of Californians for Community Empowerment. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um, there's a lot to talk about when we talk about solution-based um, ideas and organizations that are actually doing the work on affordable housing in the Bay Area and throughout the, throughout the um, state. So, um, so yeah, the, the story was that Rafael was putting on this event for his mom, who just turned 70, 
very cute, loved it, and I want to sport it, and just asked him if uh, we could interview his mom, and he was like, no, she's she's going to be mortified. <laughs> and, um, and he's like, well, maybe you guys can just host the Q&A. And... Um, I saw that in my in my uh, direct messages, and I was like, "Sure, yeah, we can totally do that." So I'm scrambling to like coordinate with the team here, and um, unfortunately, my my friend and my co-host had to work that day, which sucked. Um, but in the mission, which was hilarious, she was like four blocks away, but couldn't make she it. Couldn't make it in time. But and um, but thank God, Shar was uh, she could do it because you got to actually plug into the board at the Roxy, and we've done that before, so. Yeah, it worked out. It, no, it totally worked out. It was one of those things that, yeah, it was, it was a, you know kind of an easy afternoon or a free afternoon for both of us. Yeah, yeah. So it was. I wasn't not gonna do it. Like that wasn't gonna be the question. Right, was, right, right. It was more the question of like, oh shit, can Char actually do this? And but Thank it God. was it it was one of those things where we were like, okay, well, yeah, okay, here we are. Yep. And but then we got connected with like this rock star producer. Yep. And our new Sam. friend of yeah. the show, Sam, who just made life completely easy. So right. it, it was just like, it was us kind of, you know, showing up and like she had it all mapped out and to the T and on time. And they we were on time. I was like, oh, they'll be like five minutes late. Like, you know, all the screenings and and uh, all of the things that we do events because just, you know. People sometimes run late. Things run late. Well, yeah, they had this whole uh, meet and greet and everything. Yeah. And I when I when I arrived at the Roxy, they hadn't let anybody in yet. So I saw the line uh, yeah. around the corner, <laughs> and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Yeah. But I mean, great event. Uh, I think last we read, uh, they raised about twelve over twelve grand. Over twelve thousand for, for for moms for housing. Right. And that's that's awesome, you know, yeah. and, you know, almost like a a little engine that could, but you know, not because it's you know, Rafa and David. Yeah. So Sam uh, held it down. Thank you, Sam. Um, can't wait to work with you again. And the guys were great, of course. And um, we want to have Carol actually on the show and really talk about the work that she does um, for Ace. And um, she's the one who was doing the majority of the talking. During the Q&A, which I was like, yes, please, because yeah. she knows what she's talking about. No, so. it was, uh, well, when you, if you listen, you listened, because this is <laughs> on the other side, is uh, you just hear somebody with so much passion and, and oh, and then they showed a short beforehand. Right. And that was super powerful because you were, like, if you were there just to see blind spotting and to meet. Rafa and, and David, and, and, yeah. But you didn't know, like, you know what your ticket was supporting it was they showed like a five to ten minute short about the what they did and the moms for housing and what happened in oakland, in oakland yeah and all of that and so you kind of you you had a better understanding and um carol was all over it yeah and yeah she, literally she was all <laughs> over that that film speaking up for the moms for housing and um what they were really doing you know it wasn't it wasn't women and kids squatting in a house it was women and kids making a statement about housing and the lack of housing, affordable housing, right for uh, for people in the bay. Yeah. And so um, and yeah, and the way that they uh, they decorated the the theater, the theater with and the, the lobby. Right. Yeah. They had um, 
they had cards on every seat right. and we we put we posted a little bit of that on social Instagram. media yeah. yeah where um it had like little facts about uh about what's going on in like the Bay Area housing crisis. Yeah, I actually have some up right now that I'll mention. So, um, rent in Oakland has gone up 108 percent since 2010. Um, in 2019, the entire Bay Area had far more empty houses than people without homes. Uh, monthly housing costs at medium house sale prices in Alameda County are estimated at 4,500 uh, a month. To afford current rents, Bay Area renters must make a minimum. $49 per hour. That's the one that I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I don't I know that. anyone personally. Maybe <laughs> I do and I don't know, but I don't really know anyone that actually makes that kind of money. I mean, I want to be honest here that I have lived in San Francisco for, I think it's going on 15 years. I always forget the math, but I wouldn't be able to afford, or I'd be really, I'd be scraping by if I didn't have rent control. I just would. Right. So, um, you know, we, we kind of call it the golden handcuffs because you can't move. On top of just being nervous <laughs> for me <laughs> and hosting the Q&A because my partner can be there and I was super sad. Um, but it was, it was a lot of um, just interesting stuff. I knew going into this, like, of course I know about the lack of affordable housing and, and what that really means right. and not the way that politicians spin it into well there's a lack of affordable housing and we're building more it's like no motherfuckers there's housing here but speculators and people coming in from outside entities are buying these houses and doing nothing with them right so um it just put it all into perspective and i just i again i want to thank Raphael for bringing bitch talk in and um and remembering us so um, I don't know. I hope there's more to come uh, with Bitch Talk and Raphael and David right. and uh, Ace. And um, they were super sweet. They were so kind to us. And yeah. as we, even as we were walking out, they were. Yeah. You know, they've got movies and TV shows and stuff to film, but yeah. they still were like, yeah, let's make sure we're still connected. Yeah. Well, you know, their whole thing is loyal to the soil. Right. And, right. Right. Um, I fucking appreciate it. So. Um, I don't know. They know how to build community. That's oh, what, for sure. That's what Absolutely. really makes me want to work with them more. We'll do whatever, you guys. And and again, <laughs> whatever you need. Uh, like we said, they raised uh, a little over twelve thousand yesterday, but Sunday, it, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, on Sunday, last Sunday. At the um, in our show notes, we'll include a link so that if you wanted to donate, donate or, some more, or, feel free. Uh, you know, help support the cause. We'll make sure that uh, you and can do that. Last note, if you haven't seen Blind Spotting, it's on Hulu, it's on HBO, you can buy it on any of your streaming services. Find it, watch it, love it, um, support these guys. They're so talented and so community focused. Um, it's the perfect fit for Bitch Talk. Yeah, and, and that was uh, there was a lot of people that hadn't seen Blind Spotting yet. Yeah. And a lot of them were like, this is the most Oakland movie I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> Exactly. Well, guess what? I have more uh, more movies you guys can watch if, if that's the f you know the first time you saw Blind Spotting. See, see Last Black Man in San Francisco. See Sorry to Bother You. There's there's a lot of films. See Fruitvale Station. Um, but anyways, exciting event uh, over the weekend. Support these guys. Support Ace. Support Oakland Community Land Trust. Um, support Bitch Talk. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us every Monday morning on BFF.FM. 
from 6 to 6.30. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Bitch, please.